Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Magical Learning Podcast. In today's episode, Danette is joined by Kanika Chopra, founder of the zine More Than Melanin and an employee at Magical Learning to talk about social influence and change. Enjoy. All right. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Magical Learning's podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about leadership and social influence. And therefore, I decided that actually rather than me talking or even Graham talking today, we'd talk to one of our team, the wonderful Kanika Chopra, who is going to talk about some of the amazing stuff she's done in terms of social influencing. So I'd like to basically start by welcoming you, Kanika, and asking you if you wouldn't mind to share with our listeners Tell us a little bit about you and your journey. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Kanika. Um, I've been working with Magical Learning now since 2019. Um, but before that, I was studying. I did my master's in creative writing and literature. And my degree before that was a bachelor's in mass media and communication. And I majored in journalism. I've always been very passionate about the written word. Um, I like to read, I write, I also really enjoy editing. Um, I also, as I started working for Magical Learning, have also been like discovering uh, my love for design and being able to curate and put things together. Um, and so I ultimately decided that I'd like to eventually run my own publication one day. Uh, but instead of uh, trying to do it through other systems, I decided to just start and see how I go. Um, because I personally thought that I, I've been in many places where I've seen publications be made and stuff. So I thought, well, I know the process, so why not try doing it myself? And I tried doing it and I very successfully did my first one. It took me about seven months to produce. I'm calling them zines at the moment because that gives me a lot of creative freedom to play with them. And a zine is just a small publication that anybody can sort of put together. It can be art, it can be literature, it can be collaborative, it can be non-collaborative, whatever you really want. So there's a lot of room to play. So I did one, it's called More Than Melanin because all my contributors and creators are all um, people of color, especially women of color and queer people of color. Um, just because I feel like not enough of those stories are out in the world. So I wanted to create a space where those stories are out in the world. So I put together this zine. The first one I made, um, I only got a hundred copies printed, but it sold out in 12 days. Um, so that was really exciting. <laughs> and now I'm in the process of making another. So yeah. It's an amazing journey. And yeah, Kanika came from India originally and obviously through COVID's been out here by herself. Her family are still back in India. She's part of our family. We love Kanika. Um, so Kanika, I'd love for you to share, because we're talking about leadership and social influence. Firstly, what does leadership mean for you? Um, in context, for what I want out of a leader, I think leadership to me means someone who listens someone who makes decisions based off of what everybody wants and needs and not so much off of their own agenda. Um, that's what I want out of a leader. And if I 
consider my and if i were to lead someone i would obviously do the same where i think everything is a collaborative process it's not one one person obviously is the leader is putting people together and stuff but if you're not listening to the people that you're working with are you really leading great question <laughs> that's I'm, how i kind of feel about leadership <laughs> i love it so when we're talking about your know, leadership and particularly social influence what are some ways that leaders can use social influence to connect and create a better world the line comes to mind when i think of leaders and social influence with great power comes great responsibility um and i feel like leaders not only have a responsibility to do what's best for their employees but also what's for the company and i feel like social influence they can do this by just like listening and taking into account but also like taking people in the right direction because obviously not everyone's going to come to you knowing what they want and not everyone's going to come giving you good ideas or putting forth what they really want so i feel like social influence in this context is putting people on the right path as well and not just it goes beyond just like listening and taking feedback and doing what everybody wants um that's how i kind of think about social influence for me social influence in my context with more than melanin i'm a one person team so i have no one to really really lead but um i just think i'm very honest about what i'm trying to achieve with this i feel like i I'm very vulnerable. I tell people why I'm doing this, what I want this for, and why I think what I'm doing is important. And most people who I do communicate with agree with me. And I think that's how my social influence at least in this context has been working where I'm just being very honest and very vulnerable and put and putting all my cards up front like I'm not trying to do anything secretive behind the scenes. or anything. So I think transparency is very important as well. And you know, while you are a one person team, I do see you as a leader and I absolutely see the social influence through more than melanin because you've brought people together, you've created this beautiful first zine and you've got another one coming up shortly. And you could have decided, oh no, I'd rather watch TV or play computer games or something. but instead you've chosen to give some of your time to supporting people of color queer people to be able to express things that are really important to them because there was not necessarily a medium to do that so i certainly would like to acknowledge that part of the reason i asked to interview you was because i see you as a leader particularly with what you're doing with more than melanin um I know you also do things like you help when people are protesting sometimes you cook food and stuff like that. So what are some other really simple things that people can do that they may not consider themselves leaders but they're certainly helping to make a better world through social influencing? Um well for me I also come from a culture where community is very important and mm-hmm. communities do support each other whereas the culture that i'm in now it's not as communally minded so for me it's always my shift has always been like like it's always just like your i your neighbors okay like is the other people that are working for you okay like 
my parents growing up i've my family's had the same vegetable vendor my whole life like i know him <laughs> so like all these things so it's all very like communally minded where i'm from people do think about other people um so when i moved here i was it, obviously as an, i moved here as an international student so it could be very isolating and i was very lucky to have met people that didn't let me feel isolated and that like really took me in and made me part of a community um i also realized after i moved here a lot about the tragic colonial history and i was just like wow i'm living on living on unceded land so i have to give back um so i do a lot of mutual aid so another thing there are a lot of gofundmes and things that you can contribute money to it's better to give your money to grassroots organizations and if you can't give money with grassroots organizations what you can do is just like pitch in groceries or like if you've cooked excess meals give them away cuz i i struggle to cook for just like three or four people i always end up cooking way too much food and um feeding people again a big part of my culture um through covid in the first part of it when all of melbourne shut down a lot of international students like myself were left hanging cuz a lot of their jobs were lost and a lot of them aren't eligible for government aid so i did what i could do at that time and i just put up posts all over social media going like if anybody needs meals like i'm happy to like whatever i cook i'll just cook double the amount and you can come grab some takeaway boxes just like message me and i'll send you my address so i think it's just maybe think about what you would do if you were in other people's situations when something bad's happening i think gratitude is really important just be like wow i am so privileged to be in the situation that i am in even if it does suck um i'd maybe look at how other people may not be coping with it as well i don't know i just tend to naturally think about how other people might be feeling in a situation when i'm feeling weird so i'm just like i'm sure people have it way worse than me um but yeah grassroots organizations and stuff are really good places to put your money into because it's not going because in large ngo non-profit things it has to funnel down and it's often paying people salaries so a lot very little of it actually trickles down into the cause whereas a grassroots organization mutual aid it's literally one person who's just going like hey i'm collecting money or i'm collecting clothes or i'm collecting like household items for um a young woman who's just been like kicked out of her house or like and needs like support so all these things there are channels on the internet in which you can find to do like support that like you know your money or you know the stuff you're contributing is actually going to the people in need and not just funneling down through like a massive organization yes um, so true i think the problem with this though sorry <laughs> just i feel like people okay. don't like to do this because you can't get tax exemptions on these things <laughs> so sometimes it's not just about the tax hey sometimes the social yeah. influences that we we pay whether it's through money through time through resources Absolutely. to support those grassroots organizations that you know they they're doing the best they can with the little resources they have Absolutely yeah So I'm really um curious because part of this is you know I've seen the first edition of More Than Melanin and I know that you are doing some funding for this particular edition to be able to um get some support people can get bags they can get copies of the magazine etc or the zine not the magazine the zine so um yeah. if people would like to help out 
what can they do in relation to this upcoming edition of More Than Melanin? Um, well, the reason I'm crowdfunding this one, I think I should just put this out there, is because I want to be able to pay my contributors because I don't want them to do work for free. Because often in organizations, even big ones, even name ones that I've worked at, it's all about the exposure. And they're just like, we want to be diverse and we want to be allies. But you've got to give at least like people more than just exposure. Exposure is not going to pay the bills. Um so what I'm trying to do here, and like people always undermine the arts, but when you're stuck at home during COVID, everybody was consuming TV, everybody was reading, everybody was on the internet. All of this is art. <laughs> so if the people are not getting paid to put it out there, like your consumption is not like fair either. So this is kind of what I want to do. I, even though this is a really small project, I think what is very important for me is to be able to pay the people working for it or contributing to it because I don't want them to do it for free, especially because they're people of color and so much of their labor has been um, thankless or underpaid or not paid at all. So that's mostly why I'm crowdfunding. Um, this crowdfund will also pay for the production of the zine. Um, and... <clears throat> On I've, the crowdfund that I've started, there are different levels at which you can donate at. For $65, you can um, buy a copy of my last zine and the upcoming one. Mind you, these are all pre-orders. The zine is not made yet. It's just me collecting funds to be able to put it into production. Um, and there are different levels at which you can donate. You can donate $5, you can donate $10, you can donate $20. We have reward, I have created rewards at each level. So it's less of a donation and more of a contribution because you will also be getting something back for your money. It's not all for free. Um, and doing this would be very, very helpful and help me pay some creatives and print out some new artwork. So will we include a link next to the podcast so people can access if Absolutely. they want to contribute? Um, yeah, we can put a link in the description of the podcast. My zine is called More Than Melanin. You can also look me up on Instagram. I'll include links for everything and you'll be able to find it because I don't know if reading a URL on a podcast is going to help. Exactly. Anybody. <laughs> so... Um, we're just about at the end of our podcast, but any final advice for anyone who's out there thinking that they might want to create something, do something to make the world a better place, what would you advise them, Kanika? I actually take, this is a takeaway that I have from um, Jeremy this is why I did the zine because he's someone that is always just like, if he wants to do something, he'll just do it. And so I've just been spending so much time with him and seeing all of this happen. And when I was talking about doing the zine, I just did it or anything you want to do, just do it. Even if you do it wrong, you're just going to end up in the same position that you were before you did it. Yes. So there's no harm in trying. And I think the reason people don't do things is because they're afraid of failing at it. But just think, you're just going to end up in the same position you are now. So if there's anything you've wanted to try, just do it. And if it doesn't work and you're comfortable where you are, you'll be right back there. So you've really got nothing to lose. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. 
Well, Kanika, can I say thank you so much for joining us on this podcast? Really appreciate it and appreciate what you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've never done a podcast before. So this is my first podcast and I'm excited that it was with you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I got a lot out of it. If you're new to the podcast, you can go back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We've got webinars in there, but we've also got shorter episodes that cover more specific topics. Otherwise, you can always follow us at all social medias. We are magical learning on most things, including YouTube, where you can see old webinars and extra information. Have a magical week.